It's time for To The Max Sports, where we talk about sports. They're just two guys, Max and Drew, in a bar talking all things sports. Well, without the bar. And the beer. Wait, why are we in the bar? Hello, 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 and welcome to To The Max Sports. You all know what time it is. It's time for To The Max Sports. Bob, we got special guests in the house. You want to introduce Dino? Dino the dinosaur. I don't know if he has any. Does he have any picks for us? Say hi, Dino. That's our new pet dinosaur. He'll come and eat you later. Okay, Bob. So let's get right into it. Uh, Bob, you are crappy, and as I'm crappy. Yeah, that's okay. There's always it's a game of second chances. Um, But we always pick the primetime games just because we can't pick every single game. And well, we could, but it'd be yeah, a really long show. Long show, really and we long would show. lose our 18 viewers. Um, mm-hmm. But I do have my Mordor locks. Guys, if you're following along, you want to make mm-hmm. a little money, have bragging rights for your friends, I don't miss on my Mordor locks. So let's just get right into last week. Bob, you went 2-2 two and two because you did take Jacksonville outright, as, as I did also. Mm-hmm. So that's worth two points. You lost the other two. You finished 2-2. Two and two. I was 3-1. and one. You are now fourteen and nine on the season in primetime games. I'm above five hundred now at eleven to ten. I'm still winning. But again, my mortal locks, which are not primetime, both hit, as did last week's and the week before. So do you want to get into uh, and we got a lot to talk about, folks. Stick around. We got the World Series. Very interesting. Well we've got um yeah. The Jim Hairball scandal. Obviously, this guy's winning because he's cheating. Yeah, come on. We'll get into that. We'll get into uh, all things football and a little college, too. Sounds good to me. But let's run into our picks because I think that's what people want, and they definitely want my mortal locks. So we're going to do the picks at the top of the show in the yeah, A block. Yeah, let's change it. The A block. Okay. No tease this time. Okay. So... Thursday night starts with the Buccaneers on the road at the Bills. Bills coming off an interesting loss to the Patriots. Um, Buccaneers having a very interesting season with Baker Mayfield under center. Buccaneers are an eight-and-a-half-point dog going to Buffalo. Yeah, I said Tampa would suck at the beginning of the season. It only took me about four games in for that to start happening. They have scored uh, against Detroit six points, and uh, last week they scored 10. So they're averaging about, about eight points a game their last two games. Now they're going into Buffalo, 50-degree weather. 55, that's pleasant. Yeah, it's pleasant. That's what I'm saying. It's pleasant. So it shouldn't be a factor. But, you know, a team that can only score about eight points their last two games, I think both were at home going into Buffalo. Who's got some defensive issues right now with some injuries? Mm-hmm. Yeah, give me Buffalo to rebound. I hate giving up eight and a half. Again, this isn't one of my mortal lock games. This is one of my primetime picks. Give me Buffalo and the eight and a half, and hopefully Baker won't get too hot. Buffalo and the eight and a half. Really? You're so so. You're going to lay eight and a half. Lay eight and a half. Buffalo at home. I don't like laying eight and a half. And Baker Mayfield and Mike Evans scare me as a. As a combination, uh, but if they can keep them in check, this is Buffalo. This is a game that I, I would never bet with probably counterfeit money. I still wouldn't bet this game. This is this is really kind of a weird game for me because I don't know I don't know which Bills team is going to show up. Yeah, weeks they 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 go great, and then weeks they just 
do weird stuff. That, uh, I, I, I'm still trying to figure out the loss to the Patriots. So given that, I mean, the my gut would say they bounce back. They're playing at home, but I'm give me the Buccaneers and the points. That's a lot of points. Yeah, Bob, we'll do that. That's a lot of points. I just don't like a team that can't score points at home going on the road to Buffalo. But you never know in this NFL season. After this, I'm going to talk about teams that are trending up and some teams that are trending down. Who do we got for the Sunday night game? The Sunday night game. Where where is the Sunday night game? Oh, it's the ugh. another game that I don't <laughs> yeah. even. My God, these three primetime games games yeah. I really don't want to watch. Games the I wouldn't bear, bet. Games the, I wouldn't want to watch. The Bears on the road at the Chargers. The Bears playing their backup quarterback to their young phenom Justin Fields, who isn't looking all that phenomic. Um, Chargers are favored by eight and a half at SoFi. Well, at the end of the day, I had a guy tell me, all things considered, if you don't know who to take, just take the quarterback you would take. And I got to go with Justin Herbert. Again, I'm going to lay uh, eight and a half, and I'm going to take the Chargers at home. There's there's a, there's a lot of people in you know around the Bears organization that are saying anonymously, saying good things about Badgett, that he is actually the better quarterback in that quarterback room. He is more fluid. He is more capable of running that offense. So I'd be a little scared about this one, but yeah, give me the charges at home, lay the points. I think the Bears are a second-rate organization. Yeah, rookie on the road, no thanks. Yeah. Uh, Monday night game. Monday night game. Another big spread. Eight points for this one as well. Raiders on the road visiting the Lions at Ford Field. Raiders getting eight points on the road against the Lions, who admittedly, that was a game that, I mean, yeah, it would have been good for them to win, but that really wasn't a game where they needed to do anything against the, the Ravens. They didn't need to do anything. but at the And end they of the, didn't do anything. But at the end of the day, those are games that separate what I consider the elite teams, your KCs, your Phillies, uh, to an extent San Francisco, teams that find ways to win. And that's what Philly and, and KC have been doing. Again, they played in the Super Bowl last year. Makes sense. But Detroit didn't really establish themselves in my eyes now oh. as a team. I mean, they got their asses whipped. It wasn't mm. even close. 38-6. to six. But I do think uh, Campbell will have his team ready at home. Uh, I think they want to get that taste out of their mouth real quick. What better team to do it against than the Raiders? Again, I hate laying all these points. Give me the Lions minus eight. Yeah, that's... I'm I'm kind of with you on that one as well. I'm trying to see what what the right does. The Raiders lost to the Bears this past week, thirty to twelve, with that rookie quarterback. Uh, that doesn't say good things about the Raiders. I, I I wonder if this is an overreaction, this spread. But yeah, give give me the Lions and lay the points. Ready. So we are only separating on one of these games, the Thursday night game. Yep, only the Thursday night game. Now my mortal locks. These are the games that if you want bragging rights for your friends, if you want to make a little money, you'll take this. Now, I got the line as soon as it opened. I love Jacksonville. I got them at minus one at Pittsburgh. The line's gone up to two and a half. Uh, Jacksonville's really trending up. And, you know, they played a difficult. They started out a little, you know, a little, uh, a little scary. 
but they've won four straight. Two of them have been overseas, and uh, I think the last two have been at home, and they are really starting to look good. Give me Jacksonville. Lay the points. Jacksonville on the road in Pittsburgh against a team which has no right to be 4-2 given that roster, which well, they, it's – I mean, Tomlin's doing Tomlin things. Yeah. I I think you're going out on a limb on this one, buddy. No, I mean, I think it'll be a close game. I could see a slugfest 17-9. But I, see, I see the Steelers winning this game outright. You didn't even see the Steelers being in the division conversation last week. And what, now, what, now they're winning outright against Jacksonville. What have I said about the AFC North since the preseason? Well, you said it's the best toughest, conference in football. Toughest division in football, you which said, means the, the worst team going into the season for me was going to be the Steelers, who were still going to be pretty good. And it was looking to be pretty good. Well, they got a good spot last week, and, uh, so and, you know that, yeah. that conversation. And again, the NFL referee, and that's the hardest. And the hardest thing in the NFL for me, it's not it's not picking the teams; it's, it's beating the referees. Just god awful calls across the board. Again, I don't want to have a big conversation yeah. about it. Everyone who watches the games knows this. I I actually watched a, a YouTube video about a week and a half ago talking about actually actually answering the question for me of why. With a multi-billion-dollar industry that is the NFL, we still use chains. That we don't use other technology, and 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 his comments about the reliability of the other of the other technology actually kind of rings true. I mean, you really can't break a chain. No, but you can put the lines. I mean, on tennis courts now, if the ball hits the line, that laser, you could put a laser light on the field. If and you could see the laser line. I I I it's just I, I mean I can I can see that on a court that is almost perfect, being a tennis court. Grass is not perfect. But you can put you can you're an audio guy. You can laser I, line the. I I get it, and there are it actually makes it easier to see if they crossed. They, you could even laser the football. Dave, tip, tip of the football. To they've see if they've crossed. tried that with the XFL. They've tried that with the USFL. The interesting thing is, the balls are the footballs in the NFL are already chipped. So they are actually reporting real-time pressure data, those balls are. So, I mean, you, you could know where those balls are in space very easily. Yeah, it's, I mean, you know, you, they couldn't challenge it because they're out of timeouts, but the Rams got screwed last week about even getting the ball back with that terrible spot at the end of the game that they gave uh, the Steelers, which gave them a first down. They could yeah, and, run out the clock. And, and I've always said, I want a referee in the sky who is part of the crew. Yeah. Not a review referee, someone who was actually part of the real-time crew. So, and Of course, we're beating a dead horse, but look at the Philly game. Look at the, look at the disparity in penalties of Philly versus Miami. I think Philly had one penalty. Miami had like 10 or 11. It's just... Yeah, that was that was my feeling about the uh, 49er Viking game. It felt like it felt like my 49ers were probably getting more calls against them than the Vikings. So now I now I know that that isn't true. I haven't looked at the, at the stat to see if that was true. It just felt that way yeah. to me. So anyway, well, there's definitely some teams that are trending up. I mean, you gotta you gotta say Baltimore's looking. You know, they're Baltimore's they're looking good. Up. The Chiefs are looking Chiefs-ish. Chief Philly. I mean, talk about their. They're ugly wins, but at the end of the day, they're winning. Yeah. And, I, uh, 
I would like to say if, if I was an objective observer, I would say I'd be more concerned about the the Eagles than I am about the 49ers. Those ugly wins translate to bad things when, when you start playing more uh, more quality opponents. They've had ugly wins against bad teams. I, I would take Philly trending up right now with the 49ers. Here's a stat you probably don't realize, and I was a little surprised. Going into the fourth quarter, a Mike Shanahan-led football team, if the 49ers are down by eight or more points – they are 0 and 37. That's a scary stat. So what that tells me is I write that on my chalkboard if I'm playing your 49ers and I say, guys, jump on them early. And I know that's easier said than done because the 49ers do have a great defense. But if you have an eight point lead or more, 0 for 37. So that tells me I don't like a team that can't come back from a deficit, especially in the fourth quarter. I- and Philly can do that. And is much more capable yeah, I mean, of doing that as well as the I, Chiefs compared I, to 49ers. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I I get that, and I was a little. I think this is growing pains for Brock Purdy. I think he made a lot of bad decisions. He made a lot of good decisions, but he made a couple bad decisions. And 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 quite frankly, whoever I forget who their defensive coordinator is, that defensive call on that bomb at the end of the first half that was a horrible call. That was a horrible call. I've only been watching football for the last five minutes, but you don't rush everybody and put yourself in man coverage for that type of play where that is the only option the Vikings have. You put four four on the line and you drop seven. Four on the line, you drop seven. Anyway. Well, I had a football coach tell me one time, he said basically, you know, and it's true, a, a 60-minute football game comes down to two or three plays. Mm-hmm. And the 49ers are two plays away from being undefeated. Missed field goal last week in Cleveland. Missed field goal, bad, bad on sportsmanlike conduct call. And, and then this week, uh, you know, he uh, the receiver for the Vikings snatches the ball out of your 49er defender hand and with 16 seconds left in the half. No, that was a – I mean, was inexcusable. Addison – Where's well, the zone coverage? Like you said, I mean, yeah, one-on-one yeah. with uh, – come on, man. Yeah, so anyway. But anyway. Anyway, so, yeah, so it looks like I watched uh, – I heard a little bit more from Aaron Rodgers. Uh, apparently, he is still limping, so maybe he won't be back by the end of the year. No, that, that – yeah, just because you can – I don't care. Just because you can <laughs> stand on the sidelines and throw a football, don't get your uh, – Hopes up Aaron Rodgers will be back. He, he's done for the season. And now I guess at this point the Jets have to say, you know what, we're going to we're gonna build our team around Zach, hope our defense can can keep us in games and, and maybe eke out a, a record that gets us in the wild card. I don't think they'll win the division. The Jets don't look bad. They actually look serviceable. <laughs> if they can score 20 points a game, they'll win – at least half of their games. I mean, who do they got this week? They're playing. Oh, the, they're they're playing on the road at home. <laughs> they're playing the Giants. That should be a win. They're the, they're favored by three. I might hate that quarterback. <laughs> I, I might hate the Giants quarterback more than I hate the Jets quarterback. Oh, my uh, Bengals are playing your 49ers this week. That should be interesting. Uh, yeah. I I don't like that. I think you guys will probably beat us. Well, that's the. That would be the hope. It's five and a half. It is five and a half. I pro- I'm not. Gonna, I wouldn't touch that game. Well, the 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 problem is going to be is what kind of uh, cover, what kind of um, 
protection can can the offensive line provide uh, Burroughs? Yeah. The the one thing that surprised me, the stat from this past weekend for the 49ers, is they didn't get a single sack on Kirk Cousins. Yeah, that surprised me. Um, they may have cracked the Purdy code, though. I'm telling you, you know, it takes a while for the NFL to adjust. But they they may be at this point. You may you may be seeing a lot of pressure being put on Purdy. Yeah, and and, uh, and, know, and, and see how he responds to it. And now and now it's an arms race for Shanahan to dial up that offense to offset that offset that pressure. Bubble screens to McCaffrey because we all and and Debo was still out. Debo was out. Um, all right. So yeah. So we'll we'll see where it goes from there. You know, I think it was after maybe the 2019-2020 season uh, in college football, uh, there was talk of, uh, I call him Jim Harbaugh, there was like, hey, this could be his last year if Michigan doesn't do anything. And, man, for the last year, Michigan has really looked good. They've kind of, in that national title conversation the last two years, now I know why. They've been cheating. They have. Cheaters. You know. And are you going to go with the same intensity that you throw at the Astros and New England and Brady, if it comes to fruition, that they've been cheating. Will you go with the same intensity? What what I am going to say is this, is exactly what Primetime said. It's one thing to know what we're going to do. It's another thing to stop it. I will say this, the guy that's been leading the cheating – he should be in porn because that is a beautiful porn name. Connor Stallions is the is the honorably discharged U.S. Marine Corps captain. Yeah, Connor Stallions. So he knows how to run reverse ops, psych ops. And these guys were buying tickets to literally every game they were playing that mattered. And if it was Penn State, Ohio State. They were buying tickets on both sides of the field, 50-yard line, using audio, what, which is prohibited. What what I'm trying to figure out is is why why is buying tickets for your staff to go watch another football team illegal? It's not. And 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 one, why are you spending the money when you could watch the coverage on television and see the same damn thing? Well, it's not. And if they were just buying tickets to go sit in the stands, but now they've been caught using audio, and that is prohibited by the NCAA. Uh, so they were videotaping, you know. The NCAA is trying is, is trying to justify their own existence as a failed disciplinary organization. Now, I, I can see a world in which Harbaugh wins the national championship, and this is the last season he coaches in college, a I, la I, Pete Carroll. Yeah, I think, yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. You know, he, he, he gets out. The kitchen's getting warm, the frog's getting hot in the pot, and he's going to jump out. Yeah, because right now, I mean, yeah, the 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 Wolverines haven't played anybody yet, but they've been crushing the ones they have been playing. They have two. Yeah, because they're cheating. They have two ranked teams ahead of them. They have Ohio State at the end of the season, yeah. and they have Penn State. And they watched that game and cheated and audio taped it. So uh, you guys are cheaters. Well, my Buckeyes. Wah, 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 Hey, Bob, I'm wearing my Texas hat. Your Rangers hat? Yeah. God, that was... Is this the World Series I wanted to see? No, I wanted to see Texas and Philly. My God. I think it would have been a more entertaining World Series. And I'm going to put out a public service announcement. Anyone in the Major League Baseball's 
uh, corporate offices, please, if you're having depression problems, if you're feeling a little sad this morning about what the rating is going to be for the World Series, there are hotlines and there are mental health professionals to help you through this. It will be okay. It will be okay. You don't need to do something drastic. It will be okay. Your ratings are going to be in the tank, but it'll be okay. You'll get through it. Well, Jordan Montgomery, maybe you can make uh, a phone call to Taylor Swift, and those ratings will go through the roof. My God, no one's going to watch this World Series. No yeah, one. Yeah, I'm sure this isn't what Major League Baseball wanted. Um, no, I mean, had it been the Phillies, then it would have been. It would have been a. It would have been okay. I mean, if it had been the Phillies and the Astros, I think out of the four yeah. teams that we had at the end, that would have been it. Yeah, but. Not not the Rangers and the Diamondbacks. I mean, you look at the Diamondbacks team. I remember, what was it, late September, they were in a battle with the Reds, the Marlins, and the Cubs just to try to snag a wild card well, spot. Yeah, and, I mean, that was an up-and-down race. And, and, and even aside from the fact that nobody cares about the Diamondbacks, and quite frankly, outside Texas, nobody cares about the Rangers, the Diamondbacks won 84 games in the regular season, barely above 500. They actually finished the regular season with a negative run differential. Yeah. And and you have the Rangers, which up until the last weekend looked like they were going to win the division and then pissed it away. Which, which leads me to believe they've really diluted again. You know, I understand it's all about the money, but at the end of the day, the money's coming back to bite you in the ass in this World Series. When you have half the teams that are in the major leagues playing in the playoffs, stuff's like this is going to happen because you're getting the team that's hot. Well, and 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 I'm okay with that. I just don't like the fact that we have a 162 game regular season that we have to slog through. And then it you, to a certain extent, you're right; it does diminish it. But you're still you're still playing for something in the regular season. So yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Get uh, the Rangers in five. I I'm, I'm going to predict a gentleman sweep. Yeah, I got, uh, I got the, yeah, I was going to say six, but I, I think you're right. I think it's a 4-1. Uh, but who knows? I mean, like I said, Arizona's hot. This team came off a 110-loss season a couple years ago. They've rebuilt from within. You know, they dumped their payroll. I, I, can you pull up their payroll? I meant to do that before the show. The Diamondbacks? I bet they got one of the lowest payroll, other than my Reds. Yeah. The Reds will always hold the record every year for the lowest payroll in baseball. But I'll bet they're under... I know they're under hundred million. Got to be, probably under ninety million. Uh, payroll. They rank twenty first among the thirty major league baseball teams. They have a payroll of one sixteen. Okay, so and I'll bet the Rangers are probably. I'm going to guess the Rangers payroll is probably about one hundred sixty to one hundred eighty mil. Uh, I got a wow. This is really really good. This is great radio. No, there's no there's no total on it, but no, there's they, a couple players. Yeah, they got. I mean, they got Scherzer's contract. Yeah, this I guess is, they picked that up. Yeah, but they signed a lot of free agents. Yeah, they did. I mean, Uvalde is what seventeen. Is Uvalde still out? No, he's pitching. Yeah, Scher- Scherzer him. was forty three on that squad. Simeon twenty six. Yeah, there's yeah, yeah, there's a lot of money on this a lot roster of money on that team. They should win it. Yeah, I'm. But good for the Arizona Diamondbacks. Yeah, good if you're a Diamondbacks fan. Sorry, sorry to Philadelphia. This is not going to be a fun season for you. Yeah, it'll be all right because I because uh, th- I think your Eagles are gonna are gonna disappoint as well. But <laughs> we'll see. We're on a collision course for the Eagles and the Chiefs again, which I wouldn't want to see. But 
What are you going to do? I don't know. Eagles and the 49ers in a couple weeks, so we'll see. I think that'll be an interesting game. Bob, what else is going on? Anything? Let's see what else. Oh, oh, the I mean, the, the one thing about the uh, Rangers beating the Astros is, do you know who was at Game 7 who cursed the Astros? Ooh. A man, smack? A man who should have spent more time in Cozumel than he did in Texas. Senator Ted Cruz. Oh, and you think he's the reason they were cursed? Actually, that's what all the Astros fans are saying. When 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 he was posting on Instagram that he was going to the game, all the Astro fans like, were going, uh, "No, no, sure. please, no! <laughs> Go to Mexico! Go to Mexico!" Folks, we never we never fail to bring politics into our it's I, I, the I, I, I don't care whether he's on the right or the left. Don't don't bring a curse into the building. <laughs> I mean, they, they didn't they didn't win a home game. I think the curse may have been Mattress Mac. He lost like $42 million. Oh, man. Mattress Mac is the uh, mattress and furniture sales guy out of Houston that bets he's sm- huge, he's smarter than He's smarter than the rest of us. He's making that up yeah, on the he, back he's, end. He's got a great promo. Bob, do you want to do some sports trivia to close it out? Sure, but I need some cards. Give me a card what or two. What you do with all your cards? I don't know. They're around here somewhere. But I still need a couple. I'm losing my cards. I'm losing down to cards. hardly nothing now. There he is. Dino's part of it. Flip him around. All right, Dino. <laughs> Put him out there. See who Dino likes. Right there in your face. <laughs> Folks, that dinosaur is courtesy of Ikea, who is not a sponsor of this show. But if they want to be, they can be. That'd be cool. Okay. Did it, did it, did it, did it, did it. Ooh, ooh! You want me to ask first? Sure. It is a very. This is golf. Alrighty. It's a very very wet day. It is. We needed it's, a wet day. It's raining really hard outside. It's okay. You've gone out and you're starting to play your nice round of golf with all your friends. Yeah. Your clubs got really wet. Okay. The grips are horrible. Got it. At the turn, you go into the clubhouse and you go get your spare clubs and you put them in your bag and you go back out and play the second round. The, the second half of your round, the back nine. Can you do that? Did you throw your original clubs in the cart, or are they still slugging around in, in your cart? No, you, you, they are no longer in your bag. They're all new clubs that you, that you replaced, all your clubs at the turn. I, I wouldn't see any reason why, as long as you replace the entire set of the clubs, they're no longer on your person, they're in your trunk of your car, that, that should not be a problem. I lulled you with my buttery smooth voice. You are not allowed to change your clubs during the round. Oh, my God. You know, tell Vexler I could have won so many rounds with him. <laughs> God, I just think all the money I lost. Jeff Vexler, Jeff Vexler cheats? Ah, yeah. this is news. He's only trying to be now. Jeff, Jeff's uh. a good guy. Yeah, well, I knew some guys that cheated. Jeff didn't have to. He's that good. Yeah, talking about cheating, two two of the Formula One drivers this past weekend in Austin got disqualified after some post race technical investigations. Hmm. Leclerc and uh, Hamilton. Anyway, well, maybe that's where Harbaugh can find his niche. Maybe he can be a uh, owner of NASCAR. Oh man, man, I I don't like cheaters unless they're my cheaters, and then they're okay. <laughs> I noticed that. <laughs> okay, we'll stick with golf. Is it legal to pull up live grass on the teen ground when the grass is behind your ball? Live grass on the tee 
teeing ground when the grass is behind your ball. Yes. In my smooth, buttery voice. No. Yes, you are correct, Bob. You okay. are the winner. You as, finally win at something. As as long as it doesn't affect the yeah. ball, the lie of the ball. Yeah, but then, I, but then again, as the tee box, you could put your well, ball yeah, down. I, I, I put the tee up and then kind of brushed off some grass or. There's I, I, a lot of divots on a tee box. You can move some shit. I, I was worried about the live grass because I was wondering why Why I is that, that part of the, the question? That was the trick. That was the trick. <laughs> that was the part of the question. And if you live in San Antonio, Texas, there is no live grass. I don't know. It's You're it's picking dead grass. It's it's going to get pretty live. We've had some decent rain the last couple days. The uh, high next week is supposed to be 55 degrees. No shit. Yeah. On no Halloween. Shit. We're a few. So is, is it supposed to rain on Halloween night? They say it should be dry, but it'll be cold and windy. Good. Sorry, kids. Get off my lawn. Good. Until next week. O-H. Peace out. Peace out.